Hello. Hey. Yo, but, ah. but. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Merlin. How are you doing ah, today? Way up I'm there. Doing, uh, you know, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Doing so, all right. I feel I'm a little bit out of sorts. <laughs> but I no 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 no. I, it is I. It is I who are out of sorts. But uh, you know, I'm doing all right. Um, it's Tuesday. It's the optimistic day. I, I feel like I'm. You know, I don't know. I'm a little out of sorts. Yeah. I, got, I got a lot of things that are just slightly not working, and I'm just slightly not prepared for life right now. Do, the show, I'll muddle through. Do you know uh, if you guys are are getting any of that uh, hot weather that the Pacific Northwest people are? I mean, you're not. Right. Are you Pacific? I, yeah, Northwest? no, I, I do know, and we absolutely are not, and it's crazy. It's like British Columbia, like over what, like one fifteen or something I in British can't Columbia. Believe it. Yeah, that's not okay. No, that's not okay. No, Portland's Portland's uh, streetcar wires were like melting. Really? Yeah, and they actually they, they like use it there. It's not like a toy like here. It's not any kind of like Mister Rogers situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Lady Elaine will be your cable car driver. Ding ding. <laughs> uh. <laughs> meow. Do you want to get off? Meow. And embarcadero. Meow. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Daniel Stripe Tiger, he didn't used to be such a big deal. Now he's like a marquee star. Yeah. I think he kind of slipped in the back door, if I could say. Ooh. Because he used, he used to be a fairly minor, a sweet, very, albeit sweet, minor character in the land of make believe. Yeah. And I remember there was the one, um, the one, I think it was Queen. What was her name? Lady Lane? No, no, the Queen. Oh. Mr. Rogers' oh. Queen. She was old. Well, it's King Friday. Did you yeah. know me, Lady Elaine? The no. the regent? No, no. King She looks if it helps at all, she looks exactly like my mother in law, my late mother in law. Well what I was gonna say is Queen. I always used to think of hmm. whatever her name was. Hold on. Um Land of She Make- reminded me of my grandma a lot. Oh, that's so sweet. Is it Land Queen, of Queen Sarah Saturday is King oh. Friday's wife. Oh. Well then who's Lady Elaine? Sarah Saturday. There it is. I'm confused. Lady Elaine Fairchild. Oh, is an cool outspoken name. cranky schemer who moved to the neighborhood from someplace else <laughs> to run the wow. museum go around after the frogs racist. moved out in early 1969. Lady, Lady Elaine's type doesn't belong here. Yeah, she was often known to say, okay, toots, and is generally the antagonist when a storyline calls for one. Yeah. <laughs> the boomerang, toomerang, zoomerang, with which she can turn the neighborhood upside down. Oh. Wow, She's not portrayed as evil, Merlin, but as no, someone who no, challenges no. authority, particularly King Friday's authority, as she often has rows with the king. Mm, so John Lewis calls good trouble. <laughs> right? Yeah. Lady Lady Lane Fairchild, she gets in there and mixes oh, it up. Do you know what Daniel Tiger's middle name is? Striped. Yes. Yes. Did you know that or, or were you cheating? Well, I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> I was cheating. Neolo- I, oh, I, I think know. it's a neol- neologism or something because they just, I, I don't even remember what they used to call him when he just said meow meow all the time. But then, you know, I think there's a TV show on PBS called Daniel Stripe Tiger. I, I, don't, I don't know if it has the word striped in it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see, I, I think that's become one of those like Farrah Fawcett Majors kind of names. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Now Corn, she's stuck Corn with Cornflake Corny Corn. S. Huh? Peckley? Huh? A beaver-like Corny? character. I don't hmm. remember that one. Hmm. Uh, is that in the land of make-believe, Dan? Yeah, I would assume. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He is a character so who's mid- the proprietor okay. of a factory specializing in rocking chairs. Okay. All right. All yeah, right. right. Uh, who else? I remember um, 
Mr. McFeely. Yeah, of course. Serves, yeah. Was the uh, mail, the letter carrier, as you say. Uh... Anyway, I uh, I have I have things that I do to keep the demon dogs at bay, mm-hmm. and then sometimes I leave things a little bit untended for a while. You know, it's funny. It's funny, Dan. Like little little bits of uh, leaving something unwound tend to accumulate, and I feel like one of those examples, uh, I, which I learned from my, <laughs> I almost said late. No, he's not dead. He's in Brooklyn, which is you know almost anyway, the uh, same. Wow, well, come on, <laughs> my friend Dennis, uh, my well, my dear friend, uh, uh, retired best man and uh, roommate in uh, in the nineties. Uh, De- you know, this Dennis taught me a lot about life. And one of the things Dennis taught me is you never put any mail here on the counter because if you put one piece of mail here, pretty soon you're gonna have two, and then you're gonna have eight, and so on, and so on, and so on. And uh, I I feel like that. We're like if I'm doing stuff in my off. This, my private office where lately I've you know I've always got some kind of little like hardware something going on project where if I don't tidy at the end of the day the next day I come in and it's not tidy and I go Ugh. yeah and then you gotta step around things and you know I was cutting up cardboard to, to make uh, support biscuits and stuff like that and uh, and so anyway I got a little bit of a mess now the thing is you get a bunch of those little fires going you know, and pretty soon you got to call Smokey the Bear, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. And like, I, I didn't do. prep very well for today. I didn't even check sponsors until like this morning. I didn't write down. And the demon dogs are always there to remind me that there are things in an unfinished state, but more saliently, and you know that things are in an unfinished state. And that's why I needed an extra 10 minutes. I didn't even poop. I, I just, I started my iced tea because I have a special way that I make iced tea. And then I also, I did make a coffee. Well, you're do, you're actually doing better than me because my uh-huh. primary computer that is here in my little studio with all the information, and all the sponsor reads and everything has gone kaput. And so I'm mm. trying to like look stuff up on my phone and it's not. There's no, there's no sponsor scheduled for the day, but, but I do have, if you want to ever, if you want to do a freebie for a friend, I do have some very important follow up on the made in pans. If you ever want to. Yes, that, that we up. can do that. doesn't have to be now. Yeah. Uh, so in the interest of the demon dogs, <clears throat> hmm, that kind of sounds like a song that might be on Sgt. Pepper. In the interest of the Isn't demon, demon dogs. Isn't demon dogs a, um, oh, a demon days is what I was thinking of. Yeah. I think you're thinking of Diamond Dave and, uh, and Dean in the, the call room, the diamond dogs. Well, you know? I, I, yeah, I have some <laughs> follow up on, I just, moved, past show out, I just moved on. Just leave a gaping hole on the site. Just cut the whole show out. It's got to even, yeah, let's let it go. We're hurting people. We're hurting ourselves. We should get Baker Act. We're 5150. Oh, oh. But you did, All you right. did prepare a little bit and I wanted to, I have mm-hmm. so many questions right. for you. Yeah. I figured you might. It looks like you're getting smart again. Uh-huh. I have little things. I have bits of things. I just don't have anything substantial. You know, Dan, we have a very august audience. There's a lot of people listening to this show or claiming to. Or, or like maybe fallen asleep on the space bar and accidentally started it playing. Right. But these are these are very significant tri- contributors to society, and I, I don't I don't like to come in, you know, with my uh, with my business in my hand. Oh. So I try to leverage the diamond dogs, the demon dogs, right, and the, and the diamond daves. Yes. Right, which are mi- several three of the gangs at least from the uh, 1978 film The Warriors. <laughs> and I try to leverage that into preparation. I say, well, let me ride that di- diamond Dave. You know, let me ride that donkey donkey. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, take, no, I do. Take it, take it to the limit one more time is what I say. Mm-hmm. The H is O. And so what I do sometimes is I jot things down. But like a lot of my systems are very frayed right now. And, uh, and, and apropos your thing about voice stuff, I just sometimes I just stand there and I try to say words to a voice assistant and it doesn't always go great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
Um. Oh my god, my screen just locked. Uh, uh, I have I have a rogue. I have a rogue. Did I tell you about BLE unlock? I think I did. Belly unlock. Belly unlock. Belly unlock. BLE unlock. It's a thing that unlocks your computer with your uh, watch, mm. like separate from the built-in security. Ah, right, right, right. It's pretty cool. So you can say when I'm this far away. Anyway, sometimes I think it gets confused, like me and my diamond days. Mm-hmm. I tried watching that. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, we've been talking lately about the uh, Amazon Prime stuff. Yes. Uh, and like the cool like nerd stuff that's there. I was going to say for free, but it's. Uh, there are things I, I, I gravely dislike about the Amazon Prime interface, but one thing I do like about it, it does something almost no other app on Apple TV does pretty well, which is it remembers where you were a minute ago. Like, but so like, I mean, it drives me crazy. Ugh. I'm so deep in the stack already. We're watching The Boys. And of course, you know, we're watching season two of The Boys and it constantly wants to pop back up to season one of The Boys. And then you got to uh, go down that narrow channel horizontally to say, no, 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 it's actually season two. With that said, if you're looking through something like, I don't know, I was looking at like um, highlight on uh, black movie creators or something. I was watching something really cool last night and it kept remembering where I wanted to go and that made me happy. Mm -hmm. But I'm learning that you... I don't know how they derive the star system. If it comes straight out of the reviews, but like there's a Van Halen documentary and I saw that it got like two and a half stars. Mm. And I was like, huh? Cause it seems to me like the kind of person who would even click on something that says Van Halen documentary. I feel like there's a pretty good chance that they're going to at least like, like it, but it was bad. I, I, I could see why they got two and a half stars and I turned it off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Diamond Dave. Diamond, Diamond Dave. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Where, does he have any other nicknames? Mm. Mostly Diamond Dave, right? I don't, I don't, is this a test? I don't know if, if he does it's or not. It's not a test. It's a quiz. It's a pop quiz. You're a pop quiz. Thank you. Uh, we'll do made in, um, oh, I don't have much. I have a new camera mount that I'm extremely excited. I have a general mounting system that I'm excited about. Um, I can always talk about that, but, uh, we could also talk about, uh, well, I, I did something and I wanted oh. to talk about it a little okay. bit All right. because it's, you know, I know we keep coming back to this topic of home automation and devices and smart devices and ladies in the tube and all of this stuff. And mm -hmm. I, um, I realized, and this is a little bit of follow-up. Remember how I was telling you that this, I have this Sonos one speaker. Oh, right. Yeah. And I really like that speaker. It sounds really, this really good. This is the one, it looks like a lens case. It's one of the ones that's like a round wrecked, mm -hmm. not a tube, but it's a mostly squarish thing. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. the kind? Of, oh, actually, I can just look it up on the internet. That's exactly. one. Exactly. Okay. Um, okay. I've had one of those. And I got this thing a couple years ago and I... I for, I think it was on sale and someone recommended Sonos to me and I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to get. And I got that. And uh -huh. it, it has the ability to have a voice assistant built into it. And you can actually pick between whether you want um, Google's voice assistant. You have to click on the app to get the voice assistant to work. Yeah. There's I hate a, that app. There's I hate a lot of so much. nightmare stuff with it. But I had, It's like about the quality of United Airlines entertainment console. <laughs> <laughs> I think the same people are responsible for it. So I, you know, I was in this situation where I was like really enjoying the music that was coming out of this thing. It sounds amazing. It fills the room. It's better in my opinion than any of the other speakers that I have heard in, in a house. Uh, so I was really happy with it. But when I started to try and experiment more with getting the um, Alexas to, uh, Oh, what's it? 
the Amazon devices to uh, play nicely with it, they wouldn't do it. So like, for example, mm. you can, so right now I've got, I on, it was Amazon prime day. And so I thought, okay, I'll get one of the new echo dots and I'll get a regular echo. And then maybe all my problems will be over, man. So I was able to get all of the, now taking the Sonos one out of the mix was the key. That was the problem. That was the reason why I couldn't make any of these different device groups and speaker groups and all this other stuff, because for whatever reason, the Sonos just being in that mix was creating this problem. So I took it out and now I can do the thing that everyone else has been doing for years, which is like have a whole house music with, you know, the different Amazon devices, they all play together. And so you call, you make like- But a, not including the Google device, correct? Correct. That guy's okay, on his own. Okay. That's, He's on his that's own. what confused, yeah, I know. But that's what confused me about what you said. Because those are different, uh, those are different islands that you yeah. have like packet skiff service, but like I would not count on an express route. Right, right. It's so, pretty neat. When it works, it works great though. It's pretty neat to be able to do that. Well, you can group them by rooms or by floors of your house, or you could have a, like I have a, a, group i guess call a multi-device group or whatever it's called called uh, everywhere so you can say Me too. I, have, I have an everywhere and an upstairs yeah Everyw- it's so and nice. I, I had to create the upstairs one because my daughter was sick of me you know having <laughs> fountains of wayne playing in her room but <laughs> but you can know it, it totally works and like i i think that's actually one of the most exciting parts of i agree this stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. I feel like I finally entered the modern world now being able to do all of this because everyone's been doing it and I haven't because of the stupid Sonos. And I thought there's a problem. Even the old Amazon tube, the first generation tube connects to this and plays nicely yeah. with it. And that's really cool. It's so weird to be able to just say play everywhere. And then it just, it's synced up and there isn't it. That's the weird part. Is it? It's exactly oh, yeah. the same time. Everything playing. Like I know everyone's been doing this. Fine. No, 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 no. I don't, don't. don't it's really sense. cool. It's, but it's, it's it is true. I mean, and like, I mean, I think also you're teasing out something. Which if you fake something like this on your own, and this still there's still a problem with this sometimes now, which is like things like latency mm-hmm. or uh, or lag and stuff yeah. like that. You know, like I use for example here at the office, I got a bunch of uh, home pods, little home pods uh, deployed, and I use Airfoil by. Uh, um, Rogue Amoeba, and that's really neat because you can create groups. And like, I mean, I have four speakers, so, so I don't airfoil that many. airfoil lets you stream to multiple different devices. Is it from your Mac that you do it, or is what is how does that work? I haven't used that. Yeah, one. yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. Like, if you try to describe what Rogue Amoeba makes, you you really trip <laughs> yourself up because almost everything they do kind of does the same thing, but in a different and extremely powerful way. Mm-hmm. Which is the way of saying like, I know there's sound that can come out here, but I want it to go out over there. So think about that. That's right. audio hijack. Okay. That's loopback. Yeah. That is airfoil and satellite. Uh, what piezo? I don't know if they make that anymore. These have the internet radio recording app. But um, no. But in my case, uh, it, it's um, you know, I think I've never understood it. I never bothered to ask Paul about is that I also use SoundSource. I sent a screen grab to Paul last week of like literally like honestly open. I had four at least four of his apps open when he texted me about something. It was bananas. Um, I had SoundSource, Airfoil, Audio Hijack, and Fission. Because Fission is my default audio app for every... Nothing opens in Apple Music. Everything opens. Everything opens in Fission. Um, uh, oh, but, uh, but with Airfoil, 
uh, and I'm going somewhere kind of with this. Mm. Airfoil's neat because like it really does. Uh, SoundSource, I don't know if this is a Mac thing, but SoundSource balks a little bit at sending stuff to a HomePod. SoundSource is the Rogue Amoeba app that lets you set different audio settings for different devices or apps. Mm -hmm. So you can say the output in general goes to here. You can say, well, yeah, but like I always want Spotify and Apple Music to go there, et cetera. Airfoil is neat because uh, the main thing I got it for was that, yes, it will send well-synced audio to these four speakers I have at the office, but you can also then group them. Uh, What could you do with four speakers? Well, I've got one in the front, I got one in the back, I got two at my desk. So I have three areas, like in my tiny office. But I still have one called desk. It's just those two. And it's really easy to send it just to there. And like all great Rogan maybe things, that it has that ability to go in and like say, oh, I want flat or spoken word or small speakers or whatever right, you know, EQ right. you want. But it also will send it to your other devices if it can figure it out. So you'll see under there, like here's my four HomePods, but also here's my Home Hub, et cetera, stuff like that. I think it's neat that Amazon does that straight out of the tube title um that that you can do that i i have found the if something's not working the way i expected with the amazon family i'm i have found it fairly opaque lately it used to be as simple as saying hey dingus discover my devices Mm -hmm. that's that's the magic phrase to get it to rescan all your stuff but sometimes it just it's i think sometimes what happens is it's there's something that it found a long time ago no problem for whatever reason, my fault or otherwise, it couldn't find it for a while. And then when it's available again, it doesn't always refind it. And I've, you know, I've got the skill, I've got all the things. But when that stuff works, it really is, it really is dynamite. This is in the service of uh, uh, addressing. This is not directed as a criticism of, of you, but you said, what did you say? You said something smart about. Oh, you know, um, how did you describe what you were doing with these things? You were you were describing how, and you were kind of making a, a that guy from the internet voice, Ooh, you know. And there's a lot of stuff that we today. Do right I was now doing that, this. Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff we do today that really feels like you know you can really already hear that guy from the internet voice in, mm. in your head. Ooh, mm. why don't you just turn on a radio with your hand <laughs> or whatever? Um, <laughs> you know, why don't you just live in the 30s, Marconi? <laughs> um, but um, I am reminded. Hmm. A similar thing has happened more than once in the last uh, 30 years. Really, especially, I guess, last 25 years. Now, something that's happening more than once is uh, we do that category error of, um, well, we just, we, we kind of, fig- we call something the wrong thing because we don't really understand what it is. We think about, more important for a category error, we think about it wrong because we've unintentionally put it in the wrong category and now that's gone through our personal sorting algorithm and we think we understand it. Think about what this word has meant to you mentally pull yourself and mm-hmm. as Letterman used to say we all know how painful that can be <laughs> mentally pull yourself every three years going back to 1991 and ask yourself uh, what, what, what the what internet means like when you think of like when you use that as a you prepend another noun with that you know the way I like to say like prescri- put prescription in front of words because it's always funny like, pants become prescription fa- pants like <laughs> it is what if funny you put the, what if you put the word internet in front of various things Ask yourself every three years how you felt. What about what, internet news in 1994, mm-hmm. right? Internet mm-hmm. journalism, internet whatever. Well, first of all, like up until like relatively recently, people only ever said that if they were trying to distinguish it from the quote unquote real world. Right. And to show the inferiority of something by showing that it's diminished, somewhat denuded property as an internet something. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I, I mean, I, I feel like that's a thing. I feel like for a long time, or like, you know, the like when I was making a, making a writing for the internet on what we used to call a blog, you know, um, in various style books for places where my stuff would appear, whether that was audio things or usually written things, there was usually a style guide that says, well, first of all, nobody's a writer. You're either a journalist or you're an author or you're something else. There's no such thing as a blogger. We don't have, the style guide does not acknowledge your career. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, okay, that's, that's your choice. This is back on a time when National Public Radio's uh, style guide was they wouldn't say the URL for wh- where you worked and what you did. Right. Stuff like that. Because right. that's all internet stuff, right? That's, that's, the, that's the, you know, the, uh, the castrati uh, to this this uh, very <laughs> to this very muscular place where fat men sit in offices. Blah, I'm a journalist. Blah. <laughs> I fart truth. Uh, get back on your blog, blogger. Um, but uh, I, and we still do that. I probably still do that. But the point is, like, are we talking? What are we so sort of like anime? Right? Are we talking about uh, a medium or are we talking about a genre? What kind of category are we talking about when we talk about internet? And something that comes up a lot, the reason I say all this at length is um, Alex Cox and I talk about this a lot because we've we're kind of been, we've been playing with this idea of what uh, they're at least calling ambient computing, mm. you know, where there's stuff around you that does stuff, but you are by no stretch of the imagination sitting down at a computer to quote unquote do something. And so I, I think we're reaching a, a kind of an interesting and maybe not maybe very frustrating point which is like we're feeling a lot of the pain of this let's set aside stuff like you know e-commerce please let's can we stop putting e in front of things people don't still put e in front of things in 2020 i just said e-commerce that's what people say how do you describe things people buy online besides yeah. amazon i mean or you know or cybersecurity, cyber ninjas meat mm, moop mm-hmm. um but i think uh is that becoming meaningless no but like, you know, a lot of the ancient Greeks were scared of books because they, not because they, they think people should be stupid. They were afraid that it was going to, uh, you know, corrupt the youth of the youth of Athens if you spent too much time reading books. Well, what is book? You know, but in my case, for the last goddamn year and a half, what is a screen? Oh, these kids, kids shouldn't look at screens. Doctors say you shouldn't look at a screen until you're at least two. And then you should limit screen time to screen, 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 educational Caillou. And you're like, screen, 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 screens are bad for kids. Screens makes kids stupid. It's like, well, how'd your kid do without any screens for the last year and a half, dummy? It's like saying book. It's like saying internet. When we say internet, when we say screen, when we say book, well, what the, what are we talking about? Right. It's like, it's, it's like saying, I, I mean, I don't know, um, I'm tempted to quote uh, the great Dayton's great Bob Pollard, Got It by Voices, not liking the Beatles? Man, that's like not liking air, was the quote from Bob Pollard. And I happen to agree. And I think sometimes once we've gotten over the immediate uh, culture shock or, you know, folk demons of some kind of a newish technology, I guess what I'm trying to say, Dan, is like, I think this stuff's going to... It, it obviously is not working fully. I, I'm not fully in, the, and I'm not fully in the John Roderick camp of like, we're at the age of the Wright brothers in their paper airplanes. It's like, nah, I don't think that's true. And I certainly suffer the slings and arrows of all kinds of like outrageous home kit um, that can be really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 <laughs> I really, sometimes I just become so desperate. Like I finally just create, I, I just want a way to talk into the air and have it go somewhere useful. And I don't want to have to do the entire thing of saying remind me to x to the y when i z i i just sometimes so i just created a note called bug and i just say i just say i'm just so exhausted i just want to go do this thing and i just say uh, to my apple dingus i say hey dingus 
add do this thing to my bug note. That's the fastest way I can personally think of, short of a bespoke mm-hmm. shortcut. Mm-hmm. Once you get into a bespoke shortcut, you risk it just not working or it being confused because you're trying to do it over a secure device and DDLED. But I, I think it's really a little bit of a best of times, worst, worst of times sort of thing. I think we've come such a long way and we're going such interesting places. And yeah, a lot of it's terrible and it's fun to be cynical in public and get stars for it. But there's a lot of really exciting stuff happening. I got betas running on so much of my crap right now. And the betas are really, really... Not good in the sense of I encourage you to go put it on your device, but good in the good sense like what of, they are going to it's bring. Becoming, yeah, it's yeah. becoming more of a thing that's helping us and doing things that we actually want to do. And so I, I just wanted to encourage and counsel you. Well, first of all, one of us, one of us, we accept you, one of us. You're a weirdo now, and you get to sit at the weirdo table with the weirdo kids. Uh, don't be too hard on yourself if this stuff doesn't always fly. And also allow yourself a little joy to go, that was really cool that I said, play this everywhere and it worked. I think mm-hmm. that's a nice thing. Well, thank you for permission to do that. Honestly, I know what you're saying. And I think it's what that I do. It's what there, I do. Is, there is something that is kind of weird about those types of things. Something as simple as like the idea, let's just not even let's go back to the 90s even, which mm-hmm. doesn't feel like that long ago, but you go back it to doesn't. the 90s. Mm-hmm. How would you play music in your whole house? You would have to have your entire house <clears throat> wired. <clears throat> With physical wires, speakers, copper cable, copper like speaker. Yeah, copper speaker wire. Mm -hmm. And there would need to be speakers physically inside of your walls or ceiling. They wouldn't be independent devices. You could have those intercoms like rich families had when we were young. Oh, yeah, that could play But no, I agree with you. Like if you had your uh, your Nakamichi uh, rolling and you wanted it to go everywhere, dad would have to wire... Because only a dad would but do you that. Know, it's, a very, it's a very steely Dan thing to do to one's home. It, it is. But the thing that's weird to me and the thing I like, I totally understand it, but it's stupid because the first thing that you said to me is, well, that doesn't work on your Google device, does it? And the answer obviously is no. And if I had an Apple HomePod, I suspect, I don't know. I only brought it up because the audience knew that you were mostly a hub guy now. Well, I only I have the one hub and I've them. got a lot of... Amazon devices. The the Google Hub is what's is my favorite device because janky it, ass old Amazon cans. What you're saying? Yeah, and but the mm. thing is, I went and on Amazon Prime Day, I got these extra <clears throat> things, and they're really cool. And you know, I'm not gonna not use the Google Hub because I'm primarily using it for like all of the stuff that I do relating to like timing things, and it's very very good at that kind of thing. I love that it displays the countdown on the main screen when it's doing it super handy i like the way it displays a clock all the time if you want it to it's very good at understanding me when i just shout something to it it never seems to make a mistake i'm probably jinxing it right now and like my i said my favorite thing what i use it for the most is watching stuff on youtube it's perfect for watching stuff on youtube Mm -hmm. and where those are all of the things i just mentioned are what amazon is for whatever reason, not as good ad. You can't watch YouTube on an Amazon device easily. It's, but I want that integration. And of course, of course, Google and Amazon could play nicely together and Apple could too. And so that you could just have one protocol that the Sonos and that Apple and Google and Amazon all let you play on. And why shouldn't I, why shouldn't I be able to connect speakers and have them just, they're all speakers. They're all wireless. Mm-hmm. They all understand <laughs> streaming just come out with a protocol well, that everyone all, supports and let exact, everyone well, support yeah. it. 
Yeah. No, yeah, we're yeah, gonna build walls and oh, only our devices can play together. Yeah, I get it because they want you to have a whole house full of one branded device. Amazon mm-hmm. wants to own your whole house. Like I get it, but just be cool, guys, and just give us what I we agree. want. Pump the brakes. Well, you yeah, know what? It's... You know what, Merlin? If you drive a Honda and I drive a Toyota, we're gonna have to get gas at different yeah. places. And well, you know what? Only course, certain people roads, can ride. Roads. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to ride on different roads, and only certain people can ride in those cars with you. Well, I'm a Honda owner. I gotta. I'll, I'll see you over at the restaurant. I gotta drive my car. It's dumb. We're going <laughs> to the same go damn place. Destinations. Yeah, ponderous, it's man. It is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's it's frustrating. So under just, just uh, airfoil, uh, it can send to. Uh, uh, this is not a beta, right? Anyway, airfoil airfoil's cool. Check it out. Um, yeah, I I I agree with you. Um, sometimes that serves us well though, because uh, if we've learned anything. That's always a terrible way to begin a sentence. <laughs> um, the only, the only worse uh, dependent clause is as the father of a daughter. Just stop doing that. Um, but you know, uh, the thing with this is, uh, we think we understand a thing because it's very similar to a pattern we've seen before, and you know, we're pattern recognition engines. You know, mm-hmm. with Wangs, most of us, mm-hmm. and it's that's all we are. We just recognize little patterns and try not to die. Uh, but. It is interesting, though, like what it means to be omnivorous, to paraphrase John Syracuse. So, for example, like Netflix, you can get Netflix to play on practically anything. Yeah. Really benefits, their their model is really benefited by making it very easy to watch uh, watch Netflix anywhere. I mean, I, I think anybody, uh, well, most of us, if we're being honest, when iTunes came along, iTunes was mostly like a vending machine for music. Yeah, it did other stuff, but like it existed or especially like on Apple TV, like having the iTunes store on Apple TV was mainly there so you could buy and rent um, video, right? That's right. They figured out a bunch of stuff to make that work. Well, the other thing is, Dan, as long as we're walking by this, let's let's also remember what it was like to try and make any kind of a payment online mm-hmm. before I'm going to say maybe 2001. It's really hard to do. There's so many things that are just mostly solved problems now. It does not make me happy that they're mostly solved by things like PayPal or Venmo. But anyway, that's something to always think about. Like one thing that has afforded a lot of these things are making it easier to move usually fairly small amount of monies from one place to another. But like iTunes uh, on Apple TV, it really was. It was like a, you know, it was like a, a cigarette machine for music or whatever. And then that same way, it's, it's, this is going to sound like I'm being deliberately silly or dim but I sometimes forget that the one of the primary purposes from Amazon's POV for the entire line of their two products is for you to buy stuff. And I forget it all the time. It's it's in the sense that if I'm in the kitchen and running around, I'm like, oh damn, we're out of egg noodles. And I really like egg noodles. And I don't mean the ones in that in the plastic bag. They're not as good. They're too chewy. Um I like I like the the farfali, I think they're pronounced. Mm-hmm. And anyway. So what do I do? I yell into the, I yell into one tube and I say, hey, Apple Dingus, remind me to order noodles in two hours. Well, why don't I just yell to the other Dingus, hey, Amazon Dingus, add egg noodles to cart. And, you know, what that will do, you could even just say reorder. I don't like to do that because I want to go look at it and make sure it's right. But, you know, that's what they want you to do. They want you to be yelling into the air all the time. So the point being, same as it benefits Netflix to have that app and access to their service on lots of different things, it benefits Amazon to get people to, to make this part of the effort to so reduce friction that it starts to feel like Amazon is the easiest way to get anything. And if I'm being honest, Amazon is the easiest way to get almost anything, especially if you can yell into the air. 
I ordered a new. I ordered a green screen that arrives in like two days. Oh yeah, well, is it the kind that sort of springs open? Those are really good because you don't have to worry so much about the wrinkles. Yeah, yeah, it's an Elgato. Yeah, Elgato, which seems to be rebranding as Corsair and is making me very confused. But Elgato makes one that hangs down from your ceiling or mounts, and it's uh, anyway. It's just it's still bewildering to me, like the kind of crazy crap that you can order that will mostly probably be delivered in a couple of days. Um, but, uh, you know, anyway, like there's plenty of ways to look at like the, the boo, the boohoo terrible future that we're facing, but there is still some really neat stuff to some of this stuff. It's just that when it doesn't work in my case, yes, even me, I sometimes get a little bit weird about it. I'm like, what kind of complexity, what insane corner of my own design have I painted myself into with this nonsense? <laughs> and I mean, and honestly, I, I, there's no reason to be snarky about it. I, I still love paper. So I have this. Field Notes John Dickerson Notebook, where sometimes I don't want to yell in the air. Sometimes I just walk around with both my hands occupied. Like one's, my left hand is, I got, <laughs> come in with the milk. I have, I have a John Dickerson Field Notes <laughs> Reporter's Notebook in my left hand. And I That's need to the long the, one, right? The, 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 well, you're sweet to say so. And the <laughs> tool ballpoint pen, the tool, the tool is in my right hand. <laughs> it's spelled T-U-L. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so what else about voice things? I mean, that's mostly it. I've just, I found that having, uh, having this is really, really convenient having them in multiple rooms. And it's one of those stupid things are like, well, I'll just have it in the one room. But if you have it in the whole house or around different parts of the house, then you really do get in the habit of using it. Whereas if you think about it being in just the one room, then you're you're kind of like, you're like, well, I'll only use it when I'm in the room and then it's easier to forget. And if you really want it, oh, you know, yeah. but like there are annoying things. I suppose you could probably turn this off, but like if you get a package delivered, all of mm -hmm. your Amazon devices start kind of having a yellow glowing thing on them. And for a while, I didn't know what that was because there was no. Oh, yes. Like, why is this oh, flashing? Yeah. And of course, to me, it looked orange. And so I didn't not Google orange flashing light. They're like, this means that your device is not is being set up and hasn't been. I'm like, no, that's not what that means. Well, are you experiencing an amber light? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 technically they call it yellow. And so if you say to the device something like. Do I have any messages? No, you have no messages. I'm like, okay, so it's not that, but you have to use the right word. It's notifications. See, so you have to ask it if you have notifications. Is that from, yeah. And then you're like, then it'll say, oh yeah, you had a package. I'm like, I know I had a package delivered. I got the package. I unboxed the package. I plugged the damn thing in. I'm using it. I don't need to hear from you that I had it. So like, don't tell me that. But then maybe it is kind of useful if you don't know that you've got it because you're upstairs in the other room and you didn't hear the doorbell, whatever. It's like, I get it. But the, delivery attempted. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's just kind of like I get what they're going for and I appreciate yeah. it. And, and but there are a lot of I mean, I'm I'm picking on it in some ways, but there are a lot of things that are really useful. But, you know, no, how no, we, and, and you know, I, our I, joke, I, Merlin, where we yes. can we can read the long title of the thing on oh, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the other day, I think I it, it said. Oh uh, no! And I'd actually read one to yeah, you. Yeah, because I had like some oh vitamin that I take, like like you know, and so it starts saying, "It seems like you might need a new order of McGuire's vitamin C buffered tablet," and it started reading this oh, long no, title, and I'm like, "No, I don't want to reorder it." <laughs> um, something I I I started gesturing towards saying this last week, and I of course derailed myself, but 
Um, I, I, I did want to mention this because, you know, I, I like to complain about technology. Um, but something I find so frustrating, I think we, I was in the midst of talking about how I do really like the Amazon uh, show, Family of Products. I have one of them here on my, on my desk. And it's, I, 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 stop me if you've heard this one before, as Morrissey would say. Did I, did I talk about this last week? The frustrating pop-ups that come up on the screen that you've got to deal with. I think I talked to Alex about that, but not you. The point is there's so much stuff. If you go to pull down, if you even know you can do this, like I would, I would not assume that everybody knows this. But once you set this thing up, you mostly just want it to work. You don't think about it too much, probably. You don't really notice all the little affordances that briefly pop up, slightly opaque-ish, like arrows up, arrows side. What do these mean? Well, you drag down from the top of your screen, starting above the bezel and dragging down. You can um, go in and tweak things, right? You could say things like, do not disturb during these times, et cetera, et cetera. Talking here about the Amazon show. Anyways, one of the things in there is something like, um, I think it's called home screen and content or something like that. And if you've never looked in there, you might want to look because mm. it's just a real bewildering several scroll screen of radio buttons. Like, <laughs> do you want do you want me to suggest re- recipes? Do you want me to give you headlines? Do you want me to do all these things? And I, over time, would just go, no, I, I don't want any of that. I want exactly this one thing, which is this photo of my daughter <laughs> right. looking you don't at want, her phone. The, none of the, the suggestions are getting really good. Like, we have to give them some credit, well, right? Well, here's the thing. But they're I, not right yet. Well, oh, okay. So I'm curious if anybody else out there with an Amazon show product gets this, because I have over time made a practice of each time. What I'm trying to get at is they, I think they sneak stuff in. Like, here's a new thing. Do you want to know about sports scores on the Eastern seaboard? It's like, no, I don't. Stop bringing new radio buttons that are turned on. I don't, I I do not prefer it. As my friend John would say, I want all this. (laughs) All I ever want to see ever, ever, ever is the thing that I asked for. Right. And if I'm not looking at the thing that I asked for, Always, always, always just be a black and white photo of my kid looking at her phone that has the time and date on it. (laughs) That's all I ever, ever, ever want it to be. So so anyway, I've made a practice. I've made a practice of going in and making sure all those are ticked off. And I've looked at all the places. And it's not actually super fun to interact with this device through touch. Uh, But anyhow, the point being, and I noticed this thing happening. Uh, I'll say a few weeks ago. Could be longer. And this is true with the the one in our kitchen true of the Amazon show here on my desk. Um, but I noticed, like, I started getting things like, hey, do you want to make a phone call? <laughs> and I and I, I, I don't, don't want to make a phone call, but it keeps coming up. And then, okay, so this brings up an excellent, an excellent user. And the point is, I never want to see any of those ever again. There's no button to turn that off. Mm-hmm. And per type of suggestion, you got to click in the lower right-hand corner and say, don't show me this kind. They've added a new place to go to turn off things you never asked for right, on yeah. the device that you bought so that you could always have a picture of your goddamn kid looking at her phone. And okay, that, so makes me, me, that makes me, that makes me, you want to throw it out a window at Jeff Bezos. I, laughing boy. Uh, you know, the thing is this, is it's very interesting because we are shifting. I don't know if shifting is the right word. We are growing into a new space. And the new space is we now have digital assistants in our life that listen to us and are trying to understand us. And so for the first time since Zork, par- parsing human language 
has actually mattered and, and is starting to matter more. But as these devices get new features, how do they tell us that they've gotten a new feature? Right. The only way right. that they have to do it is to talk to us and ask us stupid questions about it. It's not like on a, you know, if you're using a web application, there might be a little star or a little arrow or a little pop up that says, hey, we've got new features. Click here to check it out. And like you're like, it's even a, that's another annoying. example. Another example, the force touch problem on iOS, which is like, God damn it, I miss force touch. When they took that out, that means I couldn't just click on the keyboard and turn it into a cursor anymore. There were ramifications, like there were consequences of us losing that. And I still, I might be in the single digit percentage of people who used it throughout every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I, I still, you cannot get anywhere close with just the long press on the space bar. Like there are some things where like if you do the long press on the space bar, it just dismisses something it perceives as an interstitial. Like oh. you can't control it with your thumb anymore. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, as everybody likes to laugh twice a year while Tim Cook's on stage, nobody ever could, nobody ever knew to look for things under a long press. What could be under there? Could be a lot of things. You know, you're going to get edit home screen or whatever, yes. but there's also like stuff under there. And you kind of, the first time somebody explained how to press through, mm-hmm. like what is the difference between a tap, a press, and then, but like imagine that you're pushing through the icon and you'll feel a different, deeper thump with the haptic. And the first time I got that, I was like, oh, now I get this. Right. You're pushing through the icon. And when you do that, it's if you, if you had the ability to try that today, you'd know what I mean. Um, but it's incredibly powerful. But that's, that's what we're talking about here. It's like, you know, can you just assume that everybody will read the manual? I mean, I've taught that and counseled that to two extremely smart people in my house, and they never read the manual. Yesterday, I read a manual for a drill. I read the whole thing. I mean, up to the point where it turned to German, because I'm not going to do that. I always I, read No, and I think you you'll need to read it in every language. Maybe there's something different I'll, there. I'll do some translations later, maybe. Um, oh, there actually was a really great line in it. It was, because obviously this had been, obviously, I printed in Asia, probably translated from who knows what, but like, there was like a thing, do, caution, extreme caution, regardless of your degree of habit and familiarity with the powered hand drill, do not ever ignore the all very important rules. And it was like, somebody had written this on a scroll originally. It was very, very funny. Um, you can't count on people to do that. You can't keep, count on people to do anything. They don't read the blah, blah text. Why should they? They're, we're so blessed with interfaces that mostly make sense. And we're so uh, cursed with what we think is an understanding of what we think we want. Something that Steve Jobs understood in ways that were probably a little bit mm-hmm. toxic, but true. You know, or see also uh, a famous uh, uh, Jew-hating uh, Henry Ford, you know, saying, you know, if I asked people what they wanted, they'd say a faster horse. Right, right, right. and uh, and it's as long as it's available in black. Anyway, both by Mark Twain. Actually, you know what? Let's cut all that out. Um, but he did not like Jewish people. That's a thing. He's yeah. a Lindbergh boy. Woof. Um, so uh, for something really interesting to happen, you, you got to come at it from different angles. It's just when Amazon does stuff, like put, and I'm, I say Amazon does stuff. I'm not that stupid. Somebody in some business unit, in some division who has access to the uh, to the branches, like decided to put a thing in there that says, do you want to make a phone call? Let me ask you this, Amazon. Have I ever, ever, ever made or received a phone call on here? No, you didn't. That makes me think it's a thing you'd want to do. Okay, but like, you know how many of these I own and you know that I've turned on Do Not Disturb on all of them. Uh, you could probably, it, because you're creepy, Amazon, you could probably ascertain that I have a little... 
uh, opaque uh, static sticker over every camera on all of these things. You mm. probably know that. You probably you probably get reports back that say we're having trouble adjusting to the color in the room because the camera is not, et cetera, right? On and on and on and on and on. What I'm trying to get at, Dan, to answer your question and to go deeper into all of this stuff is if they actually cared about giving us what we thought we want, they have ample data to mm-hmm. figure out what it is that we actually want. True. If you know, if you know that we, I mean, for example, Things like Google Photos, I think does a pretty good job with this. Google Photos realizes, I've said this before, this is maybe not the most complex algorithm in the world, but if you're a 54-year-old man who suddenly started taking pictures of a baby in 2007 and now has 10 times more photos of that particular uh, genome type than anybody else in the universe, it's probably reasonable to infer that that's a child. You could further infer that that is an only child. You could infer that there are two kinds of pets in this house because it's always two kinds of pets with us. You can infer <laughs> things to say, well, bing, light bulb goes on over Ned Ryerson's head. That was going to say, you have to bring Ned yeah. into this, yeah. <laughs> I sure as heck fire remember you. <laughs> bing. And, and so what do we know? Well, we know that there is a carbon type human in the house that you seem to like a lot. Maybe we should feature that photo more. Wow, I mean... That doesn't exactly, uh, you know, take a take a Turing to figure out, and yet you jam all this nonsense in my face on that my Amazon device. Did, did I? Were my children play with their toys? All I want is this photo. I'll send you this photo. It's a nice photo. She looks. She looks kind of like a like a tough. She looks like a rocker. Uh, do you see what I'm saying, though? You know, and, and and I'll give you a real world, a salient real world example, and then I will you hope shut up mm. um french <laughs> service what has been classically historically called french service in mm-hmm. a restaurant is i think a fairly specific sort of of way of interacting with people in a restaurant which is a desperately low-key way of making sure that your diners are not bothered and yet that everything they could want is taken care of and it gets into a skill uh, uses a wonderful gerund called anticipating which is that a good waiter or a good, uh, you know, what do they call it? Uh, brigade, I guess. That's, that's the kitchen. But you get a bunch of people who are good waiters. You get a good head waiter. You get all these people. You ever notice, like, in a nice restaurant, sometimes you just see, like, a middle-aged man in a suit walking around, just kind of smiling and just, like, walking around. He's, he's doing a lot. That guy's walking around. He's figuring out, are we going to have a big bunch of people leave around the same time? Because that's going to cause crunches for the waiters and for the kitchen. Is there anybody here who's trying to catch my eye? You know what I mean? There's all kinds of things. But the idea of like a, a French style service is I need minimal as a waiter. I need minimal interaction with you to have my team take great care of you. You may even find you do not notice the plates have arrived and disappeared. Mm. I don't stop you in the middle of a conversation to ask if this is your first time dining with us because we're doing topics what you call small plates. Is this your first time dining with us? No, I don't know how food works. Could you please send over a consultant? I'm deeply confused by more than one plate on the table. Why did you stop the conversation? But Dan, you know what it all comes down to? You know where the rubber meets the filthy, filthy road? Where? Is, well, it, it, well, the food has, has arrived at the table. Some people are eating it. Some people are not. It's sitting there. All the water glasses and iced teas or what have you are empty. And, and somebody probably called Chip walks up and says, how we doing? And you're like, well... I haven't even started my food. Right. And there's no liquid in the glass where I like there to be liquid. How we doing? How we doing is you did not need to interrupt my conversation to ask me if I'm happy. If you had done the very basic things, and I'm not not trying to bitch about service here. I'm talking more about that is something we can all learn from. 
You know, like I learned in that child uh, in, in having a kid class. Never ask, ask your wife if she wants, or your, sorry, your baby mama, baby mama partner. Never ask that person if they want a glass of water. Just always be bringing that person a glass of water. The stakes of bringing somebody a glass of water that they did not want uh. are desperately low, <laughs> and the benefits are incredibly high. Yes. Do you want me to take the trash out? No. I want you to go relax while I drag my pregnant ass out of bed. To t- yes, I want you to always take the trash out. You don't need my permission to take out the trash. Also, you woke me up, but I was finally starting to sleep a little bit. You follow where I'm going with this? I do. It's like they say in the wonderful uh, Marla Thomas produced TV special, uh, Free to Be You and Me, Sometimes of, some kinds of help are the kinds of help that helping is all about. And some kinds of help is the kind of help we all can do without. Mm. And Amazon, I just need you to put up this photo. If you ask me, do I want to place a call ever, ever, ever again? Could you imagine if you're, you have a telephone, right? I do. Like when you, a pocket telephone. Yeah. Can you imagine if your pocket telephone occasionally said, you want to use me for a call? You want to call someone? <sighs> you want to call someone? Mm. I make calls. And you're like, uh, you become the opposite of useful or valuable to me when you start talking to me about what you're capable of doing. I don't know the answer. It's hard. It's complicated. I do know that, like, at least on iOS, the original pocket telephone company, um, uh, some of my favorite things in the world of Apple, I'm not even going to say especially iOS, especially Mac. We've talked about this before. The delightful serendipity of realizing, oh, if I do this thing, it not only does a cool thing, it does the cool thing I expected. That's that's really neat. I don't think you can make people get good at computer interactions, mm. at things that, because they've got a passionate task. They've got a life, I hope. Um, and and like, it's difficult to get somebody really into the weeds. Like stuff is out there. In my case, as you know, I'm a big manual user. So as recently as yesterday, I was looking for manuals for new things I've gotten. Now you go search for name of product, manual, PDF. Right. Because that'll tell you what you need to know. You can do a search. It's really cool. It's a great thing. And finally, uh, y'all should listen. To, I don't. I don't like to promote things or pimp things, but uh, I actually think it's kind of relevant here. Uh, last week's episode of Dubai Friday is really good. It's got a lot of really good heartfelt, uh, you know, brain chemistry stuff in it. Uh, but we also talked about uh, smart lighting. Alex and I were talking about basically this idea of ambient computing and this idea of trying to create modes that afford the kind of thinking and mood that we would like to have going beyond aesthetics, the way I create scenes that like turn off, turn on my, you know, camera lights and turn off my fans, things like that. That's stuff exciting to me, Dan, moving to that next, that next phase of like this all going from this cobbled together, like, you know, Potemkin village of functionality into something that we could actually use for something. Do you feel like you chose well with the Google? Um, no, over other choices. What's the matter? No, I'm thinking about that. Um, Are you? Okay. It's cool. I, mean, I kind of want it to just be a clock all the time. I can't figure out how to make it just be a clock. Oh, you can pick that. You can tell it um, to do that. All right. I tried that. I couldn't figure it out because I was looking. <laughs> ironically enough, I was on Amazon. And do you want, I, me, do you want me to tell you how to do it? Very much so. Okay. But I tried to find a clock and all I, I, was, I found myself searching on Amazon. I'm so good at using Amazon to find things. And I'm feeling like, what is the thing that I want? I just want like a little clock. <laughs> I, want a, I want a little clock. I, don't, I want a clock that's like bigger than the kind Jerry Falwell would send you for a donation. Right. And I want one that's smaller than like, you know, a Hello Larry live on air sign. Okay. I want like a normal, I want a small clock. Right. And all I could find were large, large clocks like a woman in a Patagonia vest would put on her outside room, 
like those kind of large clocks that might have pictures of garden implements on it. There's that. And then there's these incredibly techie 14. Why are they all 14 inches wide? Not a porn star. I just want to know what time it is. Go ahead. Well, should I pull it up? Oh, let me pull it up. I got it. Here. Here's what you Stand do. By. You go launch right, your. I'm going. I'm getting my hub. Ah! No, you don't need that. You don't need that. Oh. It's going to be on your phone. Oh, on the dingus? Yeah, okay. your phone. All right. Phone. All right. Phone. Run Google Home. Uh huh. I got to unlock. Hang on. Standing by. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, you didn't tell me to be ready. It's right here. Google Home. Okay, I'm in Google Home. Don't All you right. love the, 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 the dots that always do exactly the same thing that you don't need up in the corner? <laughs> You know, it's always like, yeah, help always her feedback. Little, yeah. Oh, help her feedback. I really want to give you <laughs> feedback right now. It's between these other four fingers that you may find my feedback. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. Okay, so then you're going to go to your device, which didn't some, yep, usually Hub, something. Clicking, yeah. clicking. I got the three dots that do nothing and the gear. Yes. Yeah, so you want oh, to. it's a showing photo frame. Right, oh. right. So you're going <gasps> to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, do I go through the arrows, the arrows? So in photo thing? frame, you've got Google Photos, Art Gallery, mm-hmm. or Full Screen Clock. And if you oh, pick, oh. <gasps> really, mm-hmm. full screen clock? Mm-hmm. Is it a small clock? No, it's it makes it full screen. Clock. All right, well, I clicked it. I accidentally clicked something on my home Amazon device. Ooh, um, and uh, and uh, and I got some wackadoo crazy albums of favorites running right now, and a lot of them are jokey screenshots. Oh, it says Home Hub showing photo frame. Mm-hmm. And so if you um, type full screen, tap full screen clock, it'll bring you up a page. It'll have retro, okay. dark, retro, light, contemporary, dark, and light. Oh, geez, Louise. Mm. This looks like the clock that my mom got for opening a checking account. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's what that looks like. Did you ever have a chunk chunk digital clock? Now, I want you to scroll down. Yes, I chunk, did. Chunk. To the very bottom, <laughs> and you'll see one that says weather. Weather. So what this Weather does is this will show the Here clock, but it will also have a uh, background behind it that oh, is like supposedly that. representative of what it looks like in the sky outside. Ah, supposedly so. Yes, okay. yes. All right. I'm turning off my lights for a minute. I don't think this will disconnect anything. You know, there should be an app that totally takes the glare out of photos. Like, I'm aware that you could do some of that with that one Google scanning app, but I don't want to see my reflection in photos. That seems like something that these, uh, these, uh, these, these, uh, these rocket scientists down in Silicon Valley, that's what they need to be working on, if you ask me. Yeah, I know. Hey, thanks, Dan. You just scratched my itch, you there son of a bitch. Go. It must yeah. be a glitch. <laughs> um, turning on these lights. Okay. Um, so that's the name of that tune. Oh! All right, I'm waking up a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, so I have an anecdote about made-in pans. I have a camera thing that I like. Uh, we probably don't have time to get into all that. We could keep it bright and tight. We should. What, 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 do you have anything else you wanted to mention here? I've, as usual, monopolized this week. No, it's fine. That's everything that um, that I really thought was important. There was one other thing, but now it's escaping me. No, think about. Take, take a minute. Take a minute. You want to think about it while I tell you about Made In? I want to tell you about something I like. Yeah, tell me about something you like. Okay, here's the, um, previously on Back to Work, um, is that um, we got a new sponsor called Made In, and they make these pans, and I thought, okay, cool, you know, and and as is sometimes the case, not always, but sometimes, the sponsor will say, like, we'd like to send this to you so you'd be able to talk about it and know, you know, if if you like this, okay? I'm not going to put this quite into Mac Weldon territory, but it's kind of up there. Mm -hmm. So... Previously, I'm back to work. Uh, a friend of the show, Moises, said, like, they want to send you a pan. What pan do you want? 
I asked my lady friend, we said, we, need, we do, we really have needed a new nonstick pan. So they sent us a nonstick pan. And then I thought, ooh, you dummy. We talked about this previously on Back to Work. I wish I'd gotten a stainless steel. Right. But then, but then last time we talked, I believe, mm-hmm. I told you that, that uh, this is last Tuesday. Sorry, we're doing some Mr. Show style date math. Uh, uh, Sunday before last was the Father's Day. Um, right or wrong, you know, it's Father's Day. As I said, it's so a bore. And so this is, um, this is, um, uh, this is uh, my gift, was I had been gifted a pan from Made In, mm-hmm. a stainless steel pan. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my, let's be honest, my wife, my, not, not my kid, because not really involved, um, got me this pan, and it's to replace my all-time favorite, Calphalon, which sounds like a character from Greek mythology a little bit. Somebody who would unleash the Kraken or whatnot. <laughs> Calphalon, my son! <laughs> You've disappointed me <laughs> with your Stygian ways. Uh, and so it arrived, and it was so good. It was so good. It's the right, so uh, the, uh, it's Calphalon, replacing the Calphalon pan, which is my favorite pan, which is incredibly, the shape of this somehow would always get, everybody agreed it boiled water faster than any other. That's what got replaced, stainless steel. Now, the only small part of me was like, I was going, oh, I probably should have gotten a different kind of pan, but I'm still excited. Now, what did you say to me, Dan? You said, it might have said it here on the program, you might have said it in our super secret private text channel. You said, because of the way this works, the heat retention, you get a sear yes. like you don't get from anything else. That's I think you might have I said found, it here yeah. on our internet radio program. Right. Yeah. No, that's our it. Prescri- prescription radio. Yeah. Um, and you know what I did is I, I did a double. I did a double. I've never had Wagyu beef in my whole life that I know of. Right. I just know it from videos and menu items that I'm not going to spend. I'm not going to spend $180 for a six ounce steak. That's not going to happen. mm but my family did a nice thing. So they not only got me uh, this pan, uh, and, but they also got, unrelated, this little uh, pack of A5 Wagyu from a restaurant in town. And this is, I'm not trying to like big time here. This is like three chunks and one like sub steak. It's just like a little like, here's, here's what Wagyu beef is like. And I made it in that pan. I didn't sous vide it like I normally do because they're so, such small pieces. Dan. Hmm. Oh my God. At medium high, I got a sear like I have never gotten on the range that we have. Really? Can you believe that? Oh, it was it was bananas. So I'm using my gift. That's my special so gift. See, it's already it's already changed your life a little bit. You know what? I also bought a frying pan with my own money. With your own? I bought a frying pan. Really? With my own money. So now we got a nonstick pan, because I think I might be all in on this company, this goddamn company made in. Yeah. Whatever that means. You know, so so now we got three. We got the uh, you know the, the, the then there was three as Genesis says. Right. So sure. I got the nonstick. I got the panty pan. Right. Kiss the pan. Pan uh-huh. kisses you. Right. Only British people can fly. And then I also ordered a frying pan and I ordered some of their special sauce, their uh, their juice that you put on on to, to clean the pans. I'm very excited about this. That was not necessary. We were unfortunately not compensated for that. I just wanted to say to the made in people, hey, you sent me a thing and I liked it. Like my friend Marker says, you can pay me to talk about it, but you can't pay me to like it. That's right. I paid you to like it. I did that. Mm-hmm. That's a really, that's really a very inefficient system for me to end up spending the money that the sponsor spends here to buy more of their things. Mac Weldon, man, they should build a wing. They should build a wing of the Mac Weldon facility to me. Uh-huh. Just because you've, <laughs> because mm-hmm. you've bought so much stuff. From them? Yeah, very much so. Like the Jerb Kazaz orphanage. Like they should, I think they should, they should have a, a Weldon wing for daddy. Oh. But just spell my name right. That's all I ask. 
I don't really care. I just want people to be happy, Dan. Yeah. I'll talk about my phone out another time. You got anything else? Anything else got you excited? Anything you're watching that you're excited about? Uh, I've started watching a show called The Serpent on Netflix, Serpent. which is about a sort of serial killer in the 1970s. Like, wait, in- wait, wait, you're telling me there's a serial killer show? Let me understand this. Uh-huh. You're telling me there's a show about murder on Netflix? <laughs> no, believe it. Are believe you it. sure it was Netflix? I am it sure. It wasn't Criterion or Canopy with a K? No, no. The Serpent. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've gone by it. And don't tell me it's got a black and white image with half of a face. And No. <laughs> my God. <laughs> no, it's uh, a little different. But this is a really it's like weird. It's the way True Detective, True Detective, I don't know if True Detective was the first show to ever do that very interesting technique, you know, of like, you know what I mean? The way they were doing those amazing titles and credits and then yeah. everybody was suddenly doing it, you know? Yes. The Serpent. It's, wait, what country does that take place in? It's in like Nepal or there was one with names like and words I didn't recognize. Sure. Oh my god, too hot to handle. What? What is this? Here's where here, my trending now. Here's my, not my trending now. The trending now. Okay, all I'm going to say, Dan, these are all things that I can see just from the homepage. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this says about me. Forensic Files Collection. The Son of Sam, a descent into madness. Or excuse me, darkness. Unabomber, in his own words, the Confession Killer. Ted Bundy tapes, Jeffrey Epstein, filthy rich. That was actually really good. Uh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders is a lot of murder. That's got the the, the pretty lady I like. Sure. The uh, the, the drugs and chess woman. Yeah, right. right. You know, Anya Taylor-Joy, I think her name is. Mm. Anya, too hot to handle. That's an African-American lady's top half. But not her face is too hot to handle. New episodes weekly. Uh-huh. Don't look at this. I'm not. I, I was j- I'm joking, not joking. Doesn't it feel like? Okay, so there was. Oh, God, I can't even keep him straight. Dan making a murderer. Is that the um, Manitowoc, uh, Wisconsin? Yeah, that's the guy with Brendan, out with the lady Brendan that disappeared Daisy, doing the uh, yeah. car, car trader, yeah. auto trader thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. Was that the first instance of that technique I'm describing where you show like, it's an old picture and a young picture of the person and it's split down in half and you're like, oh, the tortured mind of Robert, D- D- who's, the, who's the guy? Who's Duvall. The, uh, who's Robert Duvall. Oh, I saw him in Network. I watched Network the other night. He's tremendous in Network. Oh, you know what's funny? Big fudge, I just big fudge, big that. Hit. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, a lot of those... And, and then this Ted Bundy one I'm looking at right now, it's the same thing, but on a diagonal. And it literally is, it's tapes of Ted Bundy. They just hit play, let him go. Hmm. Um, you know what I rewatched last night as something I feel like I know you, I, I watched The Big Short again last night. That's I think that movie film. is really, really good. The mm-hmm. ending is sad, but that's not the movie's fault. But the boy, the talent in that, that group of people that includes, uh, I forget the name of the company, First, Forthright something, but... Steve Carell's group, where you've got Kendall from Succession and uh, Riff's Ball from Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Did you realize that? That's Riff's Ball from Hot Fuzz? I, I did not know that. Hot Fuzz? You remember they go and they talk to the Andes? You know, I think we call it, why, they, why we say the Andes? Because they're both called Andrew, and then he throws an air conditioner at him or a file cabinet. Hot Fuzz. You should watch that. It's a very good movie. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Watch that. Uh, Ryan Gosling. With a weird uh, wig. He's great in that. The whole movie's terrific. Oh, and then of course you got Batman. Batman with the eye. Doing his, uh, playing uh, Master of Puppets, you know, drums. Anyway, The Big Short is very good. I watched that. I did watch a little bit of murder stuff. I'll tell you a funny thing that's grown on me just a little bit. I use an Apple TV 
to watch Apple TV. Yeah. Uh, on my Apple TV. And uh, I have to say, I have, I want to give Apple credit for this. The Apple TV app on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I wish this was just a bit. It's so, so stupid. Mm-hmm. Which you can use to watch Apple TV Plus on your Apple TV, <laughs> but you use the Apple TV app to watch Apple TV Plus, but it's not just Apple TV Plus on your Apple TV. The uh-huh. Apple TV Apple TV Plus is available places besides the Apple TV. It's also available, for example, on the LG TV. You can use that to watch Apple TV Plus, you know? Mm-hmm. But now if you want to go back on your Apple TV, you're going to want to use the Apple TV app to watch Apple TV Plus. And then you can say, watch now, right? I love that uh, for the apps and services, more importantly, like a services that play nice with the uh, Siri search and there's got, I'm sure there's an official name for this, right? The way that you can do a Siri search and it will find stuff on your Apple TV under all kinds of things, but not for example, Netflix mm-hmm. or for obvious reasons, probably Plex. But I think it's, it's kind of cool that you can always open up Apple TV, the app, and like it keeps track of your things you've watched recently. I think that's neat. I wish it worked for everything. I like it. It makes me happy. So if my kids been watching something my kid watched predestination the other morning one of the great movies yes Shut absolutely up. absolutely oh my god it's so good it's so freaking good sarah snook again with the succession sarah snook so good in that did you watch succession oh yeah we've talked about it i i love that show which one am i that the talent on that show and you don't realize that tom you know tom's english he was totally in uh he was mr darcy yeah you know there's a, a lot of english actors in that show yep Yep, and because my kid enjoys Tom Hiddleston in general, uh, I think we're going to watch the... You watch The Night Manager, right? I feel like. Um, the one with Hugh Laurie and Tom Hiddleston and Olivia Coleman. Mm, it's like a John Le Carre. Uh, when did that come out? I don't series. think I, no, The Night Manager. Two and a half years ago, I'll guess. Night Check out The Night Manager with Hugh Laurie, Tom Hiddleston. All right. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. You know, she's one of the five oh, uh, British actors. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I have not seen this. She's also on Number One. Night Manager TV oh, lot, series. A lot, lot of people forget Night Manager TV series. It's BBC uh, something. Now, don't call it the wrong one. People get mad if you call it the wrong one. It's not the one with the shipping forecast. It's the one with <laughs> Olivia Coleman. If you want to call in during the Elderly Pets episode, you should have loaded up Apple TV Plus on your Apple TV. Who's talking to me? Who is that? Who? Shut your mouth. Who was that? Could you hear? Was that, was that A-L-E-X-A? I think it was. Huh, huh, huh. And, uh... That's mostly, oh God, and the two bratty guys, the two guys, um, the guy from New Girl and the guy from Game Night. Remember that uh, Steve Carell, they go and talk to them. They never verify anybody's income. They give ninja loans. Oh, Remember those two? yeah. No, I don't know what that is. Oh man, that guy, uh, that blonde, you know what I'm talking about. You I do Night? know what you're Something talking about, but I couldn't tell you the name of it. That, uh, well, anyway, I'm talking about, that was, uh, that was all Let's in. Let's talk about something short. important. Let's talk about something important. It is said, whoa. Um, now Al Pacino, was he Roy? I was trying to remember, was he Roy Cohn in Angels in America? Cause I feel yes. like he was. Yes, he was. Jeffrey Wright is in that also. Jeffrey Wright is a very good actor. Did you know that? He was in Basquiat. And he was also, uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, not the, not the, not the Professor Hobby, Dr. Hobby movie. He's on Westworld. He's very good on Westworld. Hmm. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Yeah. I think we covered a lot of ground. Manifest. Now that got canceled, but people love it. Is Manifest something I should watch? I Manifest. Saw, it, Manifest. I saw that show up on the screen too, and I haven't seen that one either. I'm telling you, just serpent. Yeah. It's uh, disturbing. I I okay. Let me go to Amazon Prime. You got to get going. You got to you got to got to edit this. I'll try to be more prepared next time, but I probably won't be. It's okay. You know who's the guy? Oh, look at that Avatar. Avatar's good, huh? Avatar Lupin. Lupin. Have you watched Lupin? Lupin? I've heard that's good. 
Lupin, a looper, a caddy. Lupin. Is that on Netflix? Yes, it's based on the uh, the series uh, Lupin the Third. It's a uh, beloved French series. There's a Castle of Castle 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 by Miyazaki. Is mm. based on Lupin the Third. Okay. Never mind. It's a dumb question. Too deep. Rewatched some Gilmore Girls. That made me happy. Um, I think that's mostly it. Okay. You know, gratitude. That's what I'm saying. Just gratitude. You know, mm-hmm. for all the great shows. Mm-hmm. Dan, if people wanted to find show notes for episode oh my god i don't have envy alt open oh you're on your own for this one if people want to find uh you want to know the, yeah, go? it's going to be 537 537 yeah okay they're going to go to uh back to slash 537 let's go there just don't even need a reason no okay uh, um i think we did it we did it we again did it. yes it's happened okay all right let's button this up all right okay i love you love you too Miller man